Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Father God, we thank you for this day because this is the day that you have made. You said in your word that we are to rejoice and be exceedingly glad therein because today is another day of promise. Today is another day of hope. Today is another day of opportunity. Father God, we thank you for this day. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. Father God, we give you all of the glory because this is the Sabbath day, the Lord's day. And Father God, we thank you for everything that you have done for us and for everything that you're going to do for us in this life. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're thanking God for coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. All right, y'all. Today we're going to kind of uh, we, we're, we're going to talk about some things that uh, uh, that 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 are that are that are coming to the forefront. Okay. You know, we carry this Bible around with us now. Now they don't even carry Bibles anymore. I, I me, I still got my old Bible <laughs> in my hand. I still carry my Bible with me everywhere I go. I still preach from the Bible. I flip through the pages. No, I'm not on the cell phone. I'm not on the iPad. Uh, <laughs> where I'm flipping through the scriptures, uh, you know, in the digital world. And 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 we have to think about that also, you know. Words have a have power. Words have power to them, and we got to think about we have to think about uh, you know what we're representing and what we're representing when we're getting in the word. And so, as we you know, what do y'all think about that? You know, everybody nowadays, you know, when you. When they, you go into church now, you get ready to preach, and uh, you, you you say, yeah, well, I'm coming from the book of Ezra, the 23rd chapter, <laughs> or whatever. You know, people flip out their phones, or you know, they flip out their iPads, and they and, and they go online to read it. The pastors, even nowadays, you know, they're preaching off of their they're preaching off of their phone. Okay, not necessarily opening up the Bible. I mean, the words are the same. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, go inside the comments and uh, let me know what you feel about that. How, I mean, is, is there a difference in the word coming out of your iPad and, or the word coming out of the Bible? All right, y'all, this is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I had actually had a show that was set up for you that was set up a little bit differently. We were going to bring out some facts about some other things that uh, 
that are going on in the body of Christ. And I wanted to talk about the 14 books of the Bible that are that were removed from the King James Bible. Uh, if you you know, a lot of people don't realize that the Bible that you read today, the Bible that you carry in your hand with these 66 books in it, is not the real Bible. I mean, the the actual Bible, King James version of the Bible, it has 74 books in it, and those 74 books uh, were 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 uh, altered. Uh, and they say that King James himself removed the 14 books out of the Bible, but uh, under the pressure of the Catholic Church, uh, you know, uh, these these books were somehow removed for some reason. So I'm going to ask you to do your own research. Church of the Living God, I'm going to ask you to, you. I want you to, to do your own research and to find out why, uh, you know, these books were removed from the Bible. I think it should be very important to you uh, to know about this, okay, because uh, for one reason, I'm going to bring your attention to this because, you know, if we go to the book of Revelation, I'm, and, and I'm not trying to scare you off, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to get you upset, Excuse me. Y'all, I've been I've been sick. I've been uh under the weather for a little while here and about this I'm you know, getting over getting over getting over a cold and I don't know, something like a I had it, it was kinda of like more like flu uh more like a flu virus. And uh and I'm kinda of recovering from that. So I might I might sneeze a couple of times, so y'all forgive me. But uh, the reason why I'm saying that uh, that this is very important and this should be very important to the church is because of the Book of Revelation chapter uh, in the Book of Revelation chapter 22, which I used to preach this a lot in my young days when as a young pastor I used to preach from this scripture a lot uh, about about changing or altering the word of God, okay? Uh, who is to say what we should read and what we should not read? We have all of these 14 books that are missing from the Bible. One of the principal books that were missing from the Bible that has that has come back and getting real popular, popular today is the book of Enoch. You know the book, and the and the scripture says that when the book of Enoch comes back, that the book of Enoch was going to be hidden. That God hid the book of Enoch for a short while, but but God made known that when that book of Enoch comes back out, okay, when the book of Enoch shows itself again, when the book of Enoch comes back out, that that is a prelude to the last days. That's a prelude that we're entering into the last days. Look it up for yourself, church. You don't have to take nothing that I say uh, as 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 for, uh, for granted. You don't have to take nothing I say as the law. But I'm going to challenge you to go research it yourself. Whatever Pastor Gab preached to you, 
I'm going to invite you to please go and research it yourself. Find out the truth for yourself. Stop believing these shady pastors. Stop believing these people out here that got you worshiping on Sunday when they know that that is not the Sabbath day. Don't because the penalties that come with that. God is going. God is going to annihilate all the people who fail to keep His Sabbath day, and they're not preaching that to you because they've been, they've been surrounded by a lie from the Catholic Church, from the Protestant Church. They 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 are worshiping on the day that Rome, the Roman government, held as Sunday, meaning they worship the sun god, so they worship on Sunday. Get your head together, people. Go research what I'm telling you. Go research what I'm telling you. You have been told a lie. Most of everything that you're doing in the modern-day church today is not true. It's not factual. It's not actual. It's not according to the word of God. And for that reason alone, if you care about your soul, if you care, really care about your salvation, I'm going to ask you to research it yourself. Get out. I don't, don't. I, I mean, you can, you, you got every right to go to your church this Sunday and, and, it, and, and please excuse me, y'all. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I don't care what day you worship on. According to the word of God, there's no more there's no more special days, there's no more holidays. You know, you can have church on Sunday, you can have church on Monday, you can have church on Tuesday. Matter of fact, the church I believe that the church the doors of the church should be open seven days a week, that the doors of the church should never be closed. I mean, they should be feeding the hungry. They should be taking at nighttime. They should take in the homeless, let them sleep in, let them sleep in the basement. I don't believe that the doors of the church should never be closed. So I believe you could have church on Wednesday. You can have Wednesday, Wednesday uh, service. You can have Wednesday night service. You can have you can have Bible study on Thursday. You can have Bible study on Tuesday, which Tuesday is the actual day. You're supposed to have Bible study on. You know why? Because it is the third day. Okay, Sunday is not the first day. Sunday is actually, you know, Sunday is actually, I'm sorry, excuse me, let me correct that. Sunday is not the seventh day. Sunday is actually the first day of the week, okay? So, so Tuesday is the actual third day. Tuesday is the third day. That's the day you're supposed to have your Bible studies on, or your prayer meetings on. That is the third day. God pays attention to the to the Trinity. God pays attention to the third day. All right. So 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 what I'm trying to get you to do, body of Christ, I'm trying to get you to line your church up with the Word of God. Okay. You need to you need to research and see why. Okay. Why do you why do you have uh, why do you have uh, communion uh, only on the first Sunday? Okay, when 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 Jesus Christ said, "As often as you do this, it shows for His suffering and His death." It gives the communion is something that you're supposed to do every every worship day. They did it every time they worshiped. They had communion. They had communion. Where did we get these traditions from? Where did this stuff come from that we're teaching the body of Christ today? That's why I'm asking you to research your Bible yourself, okay? And nowadays with the, with the advent of the computer, with the advent of, of uh, what they call it, uh, multi, 
multimedia and the internet and all that stuff. Only thing you have to do is talk into your phone, ask the question. Uh, uh, um, you know, where did the what? You can ask the question in your phone and say, "Hey, where did uh, the communion come from? Why do we have to keep the communion?" And then it would research it. It would look it up and pull up the scriptures right there for you in your phone. Okay, so I'm telling you, I'm challenging you to to research for yourself. Don't just take the word of that of that pastor or or that teacher or your Bible teacher. I want you to research the word of God yourself. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live, and I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And once again, we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. All right, what we were talking about today, we were talking about people adding to the Bible and people taking away stuff from out the Bible. We realized that there were 74 books to the Bible the King James Version, all right? And that 14 books of that Bible were removed. We don't know why they were removed. We have to research and, and figure out the research and, and figure that out for yourself. For a lot of you, this is the first time that you've heard about this because you just took the Bible, you just took the Bible as it was, uh, and just like me, you grew up in the Baptist church, uh, you didn't question much of anything like that, especially not about the Bible. You took the Bible as the Word of God, and and it was complete from Genesis to Revelation. But now we have realized that that there was more than Genesis to Revelation. That there was another fourteen books that were added to the Bible that was taken out, that was removed out of the Bible. So that should strike you. That should strike your curiosity today. So I'm going to ask you to go in the comments and, and, you know, leave your comments and ask your questions and stuff like that. And, I'm going to, and as we're going along today on this broadcast, I'll try to answer your question. All right. Why is that so bad that these books were removed from the Bible? Why, why, why is it that, okay, we got these people that are writing their own Bibles. The King, they, they got the King James Version. They got the New Standard Edition. They got all these different editions of the Bible, they got all these different interpretations of the Bible. We know that the Bible was written, the original Bible was written in the language of Hebrew. Okay, now we, now we, got, the, we got the Greek version of the Bible. We got the, uh, 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 the uh, what do they call it, the, uh, not a, uh, the uh, Arabic versions. We got all of these different translations. And then now they've been translated into French, it's been translated into English, they've been translated into many different languages. And in that translation, it's something that we gain, certain things that we lose in the interpretation of the scriptures. Okay, and the Bible strictly forbids us from adding or taking away anything from the word of God. Let us go to the book of Revelation, the 22nd chapter, the 18th and 19th verse. Glory to God. All right. In the book of Revelation 22, it says, it says, for I testify to everyone who's hear the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone add to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. 
Let that soak in, church. Let that soak in. This is out of the book of Revelation, 22 and 18. Let us go to the 19th verse, Revelation 22, 19. And if anyone takes away, first of all, we said about adding two. Now, verse 19, it says, if anyone takes away from the words of the book of the prophecy, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life. Uh, some, those are some deep consequences from the holy city and from the things which are written in the book. Church of the living God. When we're talking about 14 books that was added, that was in the Bible, 14 books that you've never heard of, that you never, you, you, your pastor didn't teach you about these other books. The pastor didn't, or your, or your, or your, or your, your spiritual leaders never brought any of this up to you. You know why? Because they didn't know themselves. A lot of them are mad at me right now because this is the first time they ever heard of this. This is the first time they're hearing it in their life. And I'm challenging you right now. You can go research anything that Pastor Gant say to you. I, I, I welcome you. Please go and research it for yourself. Go and research it for yourself. I am not lying to you. You have been deceived from your childhood. You have been deceived from the from the from the, the, the so called theological college that you went to, they brought you up in, in false knowledge. Now I behoove you to go back inside the word of God and research for yourself. Get the whole truth and nothing but the truth. All right, y'all. Let us let us uh let us let us go into some of the things that we're talking about today. All right. <clears throat> In the in the uh, in the in the in the the book of uh, we got fourteen books in the, in the, that was added to the uh, Bible, and uh, I'm going to go inside of those. I'm going to go inside just to introduce you to some of the things that were that were some of the the fourteen books that were taken out of the Bible. Okay, the book of the book of uh, number one, the book of Ezra. Uh, the book of Toby, Tobit, the book of Susanna, which is that's dealing with the that's dealing with uh, the life of Esther. Okay, we have the book of Esther, but this is this is like a continuation of that. And then you got the book of Judith. See, see, you got these books by these powerful women of God, and and we're, and they're not even in the Bible. They're not even in the Bible. Okay, why? Why did they take that out of the Bible? Because they wanted to subjugate the women. They wanted to put the women in control. So they didn't want them books of the, the those books from the women to be inside of the Bible. People, go research what I'm telling you. Go and research what I'm telling you. This was done to you in the daytime. It wasn't done to you at nighttime. They did this right before your eyes. And all of this happened back in like the 17th century, but they but they were trying to control the women. They didn't want the women to have no authority. They didn't want the women to know about these powerful women in the Bible. All right, go and research it. Go and research it. Research whatever Pastor Gant tells you, you go and research it for yourself. And once you research it for yourself, 
you're going to find out the truth. And once you start finding out the truth, you're going to become dangerous. People are, people are going to be scared of you. They're going to be like, oh, my God. You know, you know what she said? You know what he said? You know, go and research the Bible for yourself. Research it for yourself. All right. Then we got the, the book of the Wisdom of Solomon. See, we got the book of Solomon, okay? We got the books of the we got the books of the Psalms. We got the books of the Proverbs. Was Solomon who who had more wisdom than any man in the world? Shouldn't we have all of the books of Solomon? Shouldn't we study the life of Solomon more closely because he walked in divine wisdom? God gave gift of wisdom. Now that's a difference between you having wisdom and then you receiving the gift of wisdom. Solomon received the gift of wisdom. And the, the Wisdom of Solomon was a book. I read the, the Wisdom of Solomon a long time ago. And, and see, these are, these are things. That's why people don't understand Pastor Gantt, because they're like, man, Pastor Gantt be on some whole other stuff. You know, because I have read the Bible. I have read the, the Bible in its entirety. Yes, you, you got 14 books that are missing out of the Bible that you haven't even read. When I started talking about the book of Enoch years ago, people were like, Enoch, what are you talking about? I ain't never heard of no Enoch. Yeah, I heard of Enoch in the Bible. Yeah, Enoch was mentioned in the Bible, okay? But but that was, the, if you, in case you didn't know, the book that the apostles carried around with them, the book that they made most of their Bible quotes from, was the book of Enoch, the teachings of the book of Enoch. All right, and I behoove you right now, if you've never read the book of Enoch, go look it up, purchase it, do whatever you have to do, get the book of Enoch, read the book of Enoch, understand the book of Enoch, because once you read the book of Enoch, then the rest of the books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and uh, all the books of the Bible, they start the New Testament Bible start making sense to you. All right. Then we got, then we got. Uh, I said about the book of Judas, I said about the Psalms, the wisdom of Solomon. Then you got the, the easy ecclesiastical book. Uh, and then you got uh, the epistle of, of Jeremiah. And then you got the prayer of Azariah and, and, and Baal and the dragon, you need to read, you need to read these other books of the Bible. You need to read the prayer of Manassas 1 and 2, and then you need to read the Maccabees. I've talked to you, I've talked to you about the Maccabees here on this radio station. I've talked to you from the book of Maccabees on this radio station. And, and a lot of you haven't even heard of these books. And then you got, of course, the Book of Enoch. And then you got the, uh, then you have the, the last book. The last book that I'll talk to you about is the Book of Jubilees. I've also, on this radio broadcast, talked to you from the Book of Jubilees. Okay. Now, if your pastor is not teaching you the whole truth and, and he's not bringing you the whole Bible, then that means he doesn't know it. Because he doesn't know about those things, okay? So now I would challenge you to challenge your pastor to look it up and to go in it. Now, if they start giving you some, some BS about, well, if it ain't in the Bible, it ain't necessary, and we don't need it. Well, no, nah, sir, the Word of God is absolute. We need all of the Word of God. How can you, how can you not get enough of the Word of God? I don't care if, if, if my daughter wrote me something 
that uh, inspiration that came to her from the Word of God, I would hold that as important as I do these books of the Bible right now. If you had a revelation from God last night and you shared it with me this morning, I would take that as an oracle from God. I would take that as an oracle from God. The Word of God is alive. It's not dead. The Word of God is alive. It's moving. It's powerful. It is moving. It, it, I mean, it has not stopped circulating from the days of Jesus Christ from the, to, to today. Okay, and I use that name, Jesus Christ, and y'all know about that. Uh, I'm using that so that people who understand could know who I'm talking about. Y'all know his name is Joshua. Y'all know that, that none of this stuff that we're reading in the so-called these uh, new Bibles that we got now are accurate because, first of all, there was no J in the Hebrew language, so it was it was always Y uh, uh, or H, you know, or I, you know, that, that hated up these words that they started to, you know, decided to make, begin with the letter J. So, so please, people, this, this is the stuff that you got to research. This is the things that you have to know, that you have been taught a bunch of lies. When it, comes to, when it comes to your salvation, I think this is, should be very important to you that you, that you break open uh, from, this, from, this, uh, from this nonsense and get back into your word, get back into the word of God. All right, y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live, and I'm coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. All right, okay. All righty, let me go back in. Go back in here right quick because I have some things I want to share with you. Okay. All right. Okay. So so now so now we've learned that uh, that 14 books of was removed from the Bible, and I've given you those 14 books. And now I'm going to ask you to go ahead on and get into your phone, Google it for yourself right now, and. Uh, and, and Google the 14 books that were removed from the Bible. And then you can go ahead on and take your time and begin to uh, study those books, read those books. And if, and if it doesn't apply to you, I mean, not at this time. If, you, if at this time you're not spiritually mature enough to deal with these things, then, then uh, just go ahead and read them. And then uh, in time, in time, you know, once you're spiritually able to deal with it, then you'll be able to deal with it. But but just like it is in life, so it is in the spirit. Okay. People people seem to think that when they get saved, when they come to the Lord, that they automatically come to the Lord because you're grown right now, you don't come to the Lord as a grown woman. You don't come to the Lord as a grown man. Children of a living God. When you first come to the Lord, you come to the Lord as a babe. I don't care what your physical age is. You become to the Lord as a little baby, okay, as a little babe in Christ, okay? So, so you can't eat hard meat. You can't eat hard bread. What does a baby eat when a baby is first born? A baby is drinking milk from his mama's, from his mama's body, okay? He can't eat. He can't eat. Uh, he can't eat steak. He don't even have teeth. Okay. So you, as a babe in Christ, you are a little baby. Everything that that you're being taught 
in the knowledge of God, you have to receive it as a child, as a little child. And then it, as time goes on, you mature into a little a little boy or a little girl, all right? And around by the age of seven, you consider to be a little boy or a little girl, all right? Okay. And then your life, you're going to learn that your life progresses in 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 realms of seven. Every seven years in your life, Church of a Living God, that is a major change. Okay, God did that. God used the principal number of seven from the creation. That's why we have to. That's why we work six days out of the week. On the seventh day, we rest. Okay. The number seven is found prevalent all the way through your life. You can't, I mean, even when you're, even in your physical makeup of your human body, it's, it's centered around the number of seven, okay? And when you look at your body, you break it down into numbers of six. The numbers of six are very important. All right, when we're talking about the seventh number, we're talking about the number seven and that every day, every year in your life, there's a major change every seven years. Let me explain it to you. When you reach the age of seven, you're considered to be a little boy or a little girl, right? And you have the knowledge of a little boy or a little girl, all right? And you got, okay. And then the next seven years, you are 14. That's a major change. You're no longer a little girl or a little boy. Now you're a young teenager, Okay. And then after that, the next seven years, you become a young adult. You're 21 years old. And every seven years, there's a major change in your life, glory to God, that you can't get around that. That is, that is a spiritual law that has been put in effect. Okay, the first time you reach 30, the first time you reach 40, the first time you reach 50, that is a major change in your life every seven years. Now, you go back and do the homework. Pastor again, I'm not scared of you, okay? I'm telling you right now, you, you, you got every right to go and research what I'm telling you, and you'll see that, that I am correct. Every seven years in a human being's life, there is a major change, okay? Okay, all right. You, you went from the first seven years, you're a little child, a little boy, okay? The second seven years, the second seven years, you're, you're a young teenager, okay? The, the third seven years, you're a young adult. Okay, look, look. You can get pregnant. You can get pregnant at that age, between 14 and, and, and 17 and 18. You can get pregnant at that age. That's a major change that's happening to you. Most people experience a sexual uh, uh, transaction in, in those years, in those years, in those years in their, in their teens or in their early young adulthood. These, these are things that, are, that affect your life. Most people get married. In that in that in that in that uh, in that fourth in that fourth seventh year of transaction, they get married between their twenties and their thirties. All these life events follow you throughout your life. Look, you know, it's all here for you. It's all here in the Bible. It's all here in the Word of God for you. Only thing you have to do is research it. The only thing you but but now you got to realize that that the that the children of this world. They are not the children of God. The children of this world, they are the children of the Antichrist. They are the children of Satan. 
These are the people that are educating you in their colleges. These are the people that are educating you in your high school. These are the people that are that are trying to uh, give you your law degree, trying to give you your your medical degree, trying to give you. These are the enemies of God. So what they're teaching is antichrist. It's not. It's not godly. So you have to. You're going to have to get back in your word. And now I'm giving you 14 other books of the Bible that you need to that you need to look up. You need to look them up today. You need to go inside your phone and you need to Google what are the other 14 books of the Bible and let and, and, and you need to go ahead and take your time and one by one go back and read what they have taken out, what they have taken away from you so that you can, so that you can gain the whole truth, as we say in this radio broadcast, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. All right, y'all, this is Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. And yep, once again, I'm coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. All right, I'm going to go to the book of uh, I'm going to go to the book of Mark. I want to share something with you in the 13th verse, in the 13th chapter. I'm sorry, in, in the book of Mark, and uh, and and of course, this is this is uh, this is Jesus and going into the temple and stuff like that. So try to bear with me on this. Uh, <clears throat> It's kind of a lot for me to read, so kind of bear with me. All right, thirteen, chapter thirteen, book of Mark, and and incidentally, y'all, if y'all don't know, Mark was like the first book that was written, and uh, it's a very short book, but they had to get the story of Jesus Christ out as quickly as possible, so so they wrote it down and uh, gave it to you as a record, and and incidentally, know that. Before we received a lot of these things that you see in the Bible today, they were written like 300 years after the death of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, so you got to realize, you got to learn these things. You got to learn that a lot of these interpretations that you have, you know, they are they are they are incorrect and they are not right by the by the standards of the of the of the Hebrew culture and the, and what was really taking place on the ground. All right, because remember. The people of this world, they are our enemies. They belong to the devil and Satan, so they're not going to tell you the truth. All right, let me go into the 13th chapter, Book of Mark. All right, 13th chapter says, And then as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, speaking to Jesus, speaking to Yeshua, See what manner of stones, and what buildings are here? And Jesus answered and said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. People, children of the living God, all of this great technology that you see around you today, the the, the 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 trains the trains the buses the buildings the everything that you see all these great monuments and great things that you see around you it shall come to pass that not one stone shall be laid upon another take no regards into the material things that you see in this world nor their standard of life as long as you got a job and you got a roof over your head and you got enough to Put bread on your table. Let that be your concern. Thank God for that. 
and do not be caught up in this world system because this world system, as you know it, and as you see it, it's going to be destroyed. Everything is going to come down. Everything is going to come down. This world that you're living in today, this is just an optical illusion. And what we call it, what us, what us enlightened people say, you're still caught up in the matrix. And most of you are caught up in the matrix right now. And you don't even know and how to come out into the real knowledge of what's going on. But if you keep listening to me, I hate to tell you, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Peace and blessings. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.